Welcome to Home and Classroom Shorties, where we update you on what's happening and share a bright idea or two in 15 minutes or less. I'm Claire. And I'm Kate. As you likely already know, Stabilization One grants came out in the fall of 2021. You've probably applied and you're probably right in the middle of it. New York is awarded around $900 million statewide. And now we're in Stabilization 2.0 Workforce Supports. This is a second opportunity to get grant money with an emphasis on supporting the workforce. Claire sat with Kirsten Kennedy, our finance specialist, to talk about it. Here's the interview. Alrighty, so we have Kirsten here, our finance specialist, here to talk about the Stabilization 2.0 Workforce Development Grant. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to learn about the grant. So do you have like a brief overview that you can talk about? Absolutely. Um, This is Stabilization 2.0 Workforce Support Grant. Um, This is a grant where 75% of the funds have to be used to support the workforce. Um, This is the extension to Stabilization 1. The difference really here is that instead of being able to spend the money, um, you know, to improve your facility, it's really to make sure that we can sustain the employees that we have for long term growth, basically. Wow, that sounds amazing. How often do grants like this come about? Very, very rarely. Um, This is a grant that... You know, money was set aside for each facility. Um, some of it was based on the modality of the facility, but this really is is free money to support your business. And I think the biggest thing here is that we realize how important the childcare industry is, and we want to see the childcare industry strive. Um, you know, really for years to come. Wow, that's amazing. What makes uh, someone eligible for this grant? What would make you eligible for this grant would be if you were open and operating as of January 1st, 2022, you would have to be currently um, open and providing care for at least one child. Okay. How would a provider apply for this grant? The best way right now to apply for the grant is to visit our website. Everything is um, in the sandbox and it's in one place. You have the application. That right now is the best working link that we have. I believe the state is sending out emails about the workforce support. What I would suggest doing is just jumping onto our site, go to the sandbox, and you will see a place where you can apply for the grant. Great. Is there a deadline for this grant? There is. Um, The deadline right now is November 30th. Awesome. Thank you so much. I know our providers will definitely appreciate all this information and, and help from this grant. Thank you so much. Wow, that's fantastic information. Kirsten's also created two tutorials that are placed on the website that walk you through the most common issues with navigating the portal. And she has two upcoming Zoom sessions. One is on October 4th at 2 p.m. One is on October 6th at 6 p.m. Those have been emailed out to our our provider lists. Registration is also available on our website. That's right. And we also have a quick update to share about the sandbox area of our website. We've reconfigured a little bit and added a special area just for grants. Here you'll find the tutorials that Kate mentioned on how to navigate the stabilization grant tutorials links to the New York State OCFS grant page, FAQs, and more. We'll keep adding updates when we have them and tutorials as long as Kirsten keeps recording them for us. The sandbox area of our website is where you can discover all of the resources and services available at Brightside Up. Before we introduce some brand new Brightsiders, we'd also like to highlight some of our upcoming events. Here's what's coming up from the instructional suite. 
Tonight, from the Core Business Training Series, is the Marketing Your Child Care Program session. This is free and is presented by Heather Sweet. In it, you'll learn about the major elements needed to have a comprehensive child care marketing plan. The registration portal for this is closed, but if you'd like to attend, just call our office and we'll make sure that you receive the Zoom link. On October 5th, at the Chatham Public Library starting at 4.30 p.m., is the 101-level Adverse Childhood Experiences Institute training. There you'll learn about the basic brain science surrounding ACEs research and gain practical strategies for trauma-informed practice in childcare, and that is also free. If you like the core business marketing training and want more business help, the facilities and liability session is taking place on October 6th. There you will learn how to stay in compliance with licensing regulations regarding the health and safety of children and employees, and also learn how to mitigate risk and ensure protections for children and your business. That is also with Heather Sweet and is free and virtual. October 10th, of course, is our annual conference, Making Connections. And if you are interested, please register right away because registration closes tomorrow. This event is at the Hilton Garden Inn in Troy and has loads of informative sessions to choose from. You'll get eight hours of training completed in one day. Register on our website for all of these events and more. Now we'd like to introduce the Amandas. That is Amanda Weinman and Amanda Scarcella. Both have joined our legally exempt child care team. Claire, what is legally exempt child care? Legally exempt child care is for families who receive financial subsidy from the county and choose a family member or close friend or someone they trust to care for their children and are using legally exempt child care. Legally exempt child care can be provided in the parent's home, provider's home, or at another location with an enrollment application that must be completed by the parent and the provider. The application must be approved by the enrollment agency prior to the county paying for the care. Both of these new Brightsiders will be working with families and legally exempt providers to complete this application process. So if you see Amanda or Amanda while you're out in the field, please extend them a warm welcome. And now for some bright ideas. The Bright Ideas area of our website is where we post and share all of the resources like tip cards and videos that we mentioned here in the show. So when you visit our website, click on the sandbox and then click on the Bright Ideas, you'll find the materials we're mentioning here on each episode. Our first Bright Idea is another social story. This time we sat with Nora from the mental health services team and she read our social story called Family Separation. Here it is. All right, so I'm here with Nora. She is on our mental health team. Hello. Hi, and you're here to read us a social story. Yes. So we're going to read uh, Two Homes with Love, and we are curious to know when would you say is the best time to introduce this social story to a classroom? Um, so as we all know, young children experience um, separations in their family or losses of family members all the time. Um, so this story could really come in handy in the classroom when children are talking about their families. And it comes up in the discussion that someone's family is different than someone else's. And this is a great way to highlight that all families are unique and all families are filled with love. And that's OK. Perfect. All right. Let's get into it. Two Homes with Love. My name is Jessica, and I have a mom, a dad, a sister, and a dog named Cooper. I love my family. Every family is different. My family has two homes. My dad lives in a house, and my mom lives in an apartment. 
I get to live in both homes and each home is filled with love. My mom and dad love me so much and I love them. Sometimes it is hard having two homes because I miss being all together. It's okay to miss my mom or dad and it's okay to feel sad or mad. When I have a strong feeling, I can tell my mom and dad or my teacher. I can ask for a hug, take a deep breath, or read this story. My family has two homes and they are both filled with love. I love my family and they love me. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Wow, that's really powerful. Such a great resource to help a child through such a tough situation. You can download this social story PDF to use, or if you want to customize it, sign up for our e-news and you'll receive links to our free Canva templates, where you can change the pictures, update the text to include your child's name, and make it really tailored to your child. Our second bright idea comes from our newly published tip card called Worry Box. A worry box can help visualize anxious thoughts away, and it really goes well with last week's interview with Kim Polstein, where she talked about managing our first-time jitters. That was such a great episode. Yes, so for a worry box, prompt your child to draw a picture of their worry. Have them place it in a small container like an empty tissue box. Find a space where you can store the worry. Now they know that their worry has a place, and they can take it out if they need to. What a great idea. And they can even decorate the box any way they like and go back into the box later to see if the worries they placed in there are still worries. You can download this tip card and get more suggestions, book ideas, and the skills for school on our website. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with bright ideas and updates on what's happening at Bright Side Up. Everything we mentioned here on today's episode will be linked in our show notes. You can find that on our website. Click on Sandbox and Home and Classroom. That's what's happening this week. Find our show notes on our website at brightsideup.org. Click on Home and Classroom. Also look for our Instagram page at Home and Classroom on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. By doing so, you're helping to create a world where all children are understood.